Please enjoy our podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. We are back. A couple housekeeping things before we do a, a move on to our, our special guest today. Dr. Matt's not here. He's out of town doing whatever Dr. Matt does. And then Kimberly, who did such a, just a wonderful job of organizing the podcast and capturing the speakers, you know, like lure them in with food. Making sure and, the memory stick didn't disappear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've already lost it. And then uh, darting, you know, potential people. Um, she has moved on to bigger projects than us. And um, we just want to thank Kim for just really all the work that she did. Just a wonderful human being. So she's out there doing her marketing somewhere in the great big world. Uh, pour one out for Kim tonight, if you guys are, if you're listening. So, um, Dr. Matt is going to be taking over some aspects of the podcast, uh, moving on. So nothing is really going to change except for we won't be harassing Kim as much. I'm still harassing her just from a distance. Right. All right. right. All right. So the other day I'm out, right? We're out seeing patients. We're getting absolutely clobbered this time of year, like we always do. And then I look over, and then in Dr. Amanda's uh, baby, the baby atorium, the baby arena, you know, where she wrangles them. We have a special little area built for her over there, and uh, there's babies everywhere. And then I saw two moms with babies waiting, and there's just there was like eight babies here, and uh, there's always babies in and out of here. Uh, but we have some special therapies that Dr. Amanda has been doing, so I knew we had to like we had to get her on to talk about it. And um, for those of you who've been with the podcast for a while, you will know that Dr. Amanda and Dr. Danielle, our new doctors, they're hard to get <laughs> to talk about themselves. They're not nearly as good at talking about themselves as I am. We're humble. Yeah, and that will leave them. You know, usually by their second year, doctors turn into just raging, you know, you know what. So anyway, we got her. I want her to talk about the stuff that she's doing. Uh, we have a lot of moms. We have a lot of questions about this. And I'm telling you, these, these babies are lining up out the door like they're lining up for gas. You know what I mean? And so um, Dr. Mauer with and I. Well, yeah, with, with gas. gas. Yeah, there's, a, yeah, there's plenty of gas. So, um, free so free Yeah, free. We'll get to the questions, but Dr. Drum. Mm -hmm. Congratulations on your baby. Thank I don't you. think you've been back since you had your baby. For those who don't know, Dr. Drum had a grade A plus cutie. Uh, Raina, who just has... We'll probably have her on the podcast. Absolutely. And yeah, she, she has this office wrapped around her finger. She would have been here today, except yeah. her uh, nap was more important. So. It, it, I, I'm with her on that. And then it's like, that baby, that baby is either going to be a doctor by the time she's 16... Or she'll be an, a government assassin because she's going to have so many skill sets yeah. and meet so many people. Like, yep. it's funny. You just look over there and Dr. Drum's treating a baby and then Dr. Drum's baby is there. And it's it's the most wholesome. It's like instantly a cardigan sweater sprouts on your body because it's the most wholesome thing you could just witness. It's just the coolest thing going on. So anyway, how's your first year going? Good. It's been a lot busier than I uh, ever expected, especially coming back from yeah, having man. my own baby. That's what I was saying. Like, um, I went from zero to 100 really fast. You super did. Um, and honestly, it's because of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Everyone in here is incredible in their own way, but we're uh, seeing a ton of tongue ties. Yeah. It's just... Plain and simple. Tongue ties are ruling the world right now. It is so weird. It's like, it goes in these waves, you know, like... When I was very first in practice, it was, um, God, what was it? Hip dysplasia. Yeah. And then it was uh, skulls, right? Misshapen skulls. 
We now still have a ton. lot of those. Yeah, Lots so it's fake. Yeah, and it's like you see these waves of like, where did these come from? How could all these people have hip dysplasia? It's been around for, you know, we've known about it, it's been checking, and all of a sudden it just doesn't get checked and it starts showing up in our offices. And you get one and she tells her four friends, and now you can't close. Right. Because there's people, at, you know, when you go to eat, there's people there that have that. And so yeah. um, what Dr. Drum's going to talk about, it's just, it, it's really one of the neatest things. So we've got a couple of questions for her. We're going to elucidate it. So do you want to start just by opening with tongue tie? Like just talk about it for a second, and then we'll talk about the specifics of it? Yeah, sure. Honestly, I didn't really know a lot about it before Raina, actually. Right. Raina was lip and tongue-tied. Oh, so okay. So I kind of fell into this hole with yeah, her. Yeah, there's nothing like when it's your... Yeah, so actually the dentist that I work with to do the revisions um, has a speech pathologist in her office as well. That's awesome. Who Raina saw before her surgery, and then the dentist did their um, revision for me. Um, and then we kind of just felt that I was the missing piece of the puzzle. And so I did the cranial stuff that um, they were not able to do. And we just saw a incredible result with Raina. Yeah. So um, it's like a, and so there's like a, it's just three women just dominating. Who are just yeah. taking like, over. What the heck? Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. So it's, they're, I, they don't get to rest now. No. It's nuts. No. You know? It's crazy. So yeah, really those two introduced this topic to me. And so I did a lot of research and, They've been around for a long time, like you said, but no one mm -hmm. really did anything about no. them. I'm sure all three of us, at least one of us, is tied. Oh, yeah. It's me. Oh, yeah. So um, they are hereditary. It is a midline um, deformity. Jared is also tied. So we oh, really? kind of knew Raina was going to be tied. Yeah. But yeah, it's nothing crazy. Um, if it happens to your baby, don't freak out. We'll talk about it. But yeah, what chiropractic, speech pathology, lactation consultants, and a revision can do is incredible. Awesome. Now, when you so, say a revision, we got to get to that, aren't we? We're yeah. So okay, cool. A phrenectomy. So they're actually going to go and laser the tissue and make it looser. Okay. So let's talk yeah. about, let's get into the basics. So for the people, we talk about phrenectomy, we talk about tongue motion, and we mm -hmm. talk about cranial nerves. Mm -hmm. So can you talk about the specific one we're, we're, we're today, just for the people know, yeah. so they can imagine it in their head. Yeah, so as chiropractors, we focus on the nervous system, and there are 12 cranial nerves. Mm -hmm. um, the tongue is actually intervated or is controlled by two cranial nerves. Yeah, it's super important. Swallowing being cranial nerve number nine, mm -hmm. um, the glossal pharyngeal, and then the chewing motion or um, breaking food apart in our mouth is the fifth cranial nerve, which is the trigeminal nerve. Mm -hmm. It's our big one. Yeah, yeah there's like, three branches ahead. His nucleus is like, he's, uh, he's got, you know, holes in your skull. Yep. There's no, the the skull doesn't like it. He's like, we don't do holes. So if you if you get an opening, you're important. Yeah. And the trigeminal's got like three. Three. It's stupid. Three like, branches. Like, yeah. It's by far the most important. Yeah, so. And my favorite. Oh, yeah. the biggest right. one. my favorite grandmother. Yeah. Five also does motor and sensory, so he's, yeah. he's a big deal. He's awesome. So... Now getting into, I guess, more like layman's terms for the parents. Yeah. What is tongue tie? And or male doctors. Or oh male gosh. doctors. Right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is tongue tie, and why does it why does it 
matter? Like, what, yeah. why, how does it affect the baby and nursing and all that good stuff? Yeah, so tongue tie is actually called ankyloglossia. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the big scary word that Dennis that's will right. throw at you, and you're like, wait, what? The I don't know what, what yeah. that means. Um, it really just means that the tongue is restricted and it cannot move properly. Um, the tongue should be a free muscle that just goes up, down, side to side. You can reach the top of your mouth with it. It helps you swallow. It helps mm-hmm. you breathe. Um, if it is tied, the tissue underneath the tongue will be tight. Um, you'll see most babies won't be able to stick their tongue out or to the top of mm-hmm. the mouth. And that is when we talk about phrenectomies, that is what we are releasing is that tight band of tissue underneath the tongue. It is super important that the tongue is at free, especially when feeding, because that is part of how we get a good latch. Um, moms who are breastfeeding know that if we do not have a good latch, that's usually what ends their breastfeeding career. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's super sad. It is, yeah, it's brutal. Um, I know firsthand I was about to give up and then we had the revision and I'm super glad that we did. Yeah, it's a big, big deal. Like emotionally. Yeah, it, it really is. Like you come out and you're like, oh, I had this baby. It's going to be easy. Breastfeeding yeah. is like Wilder, natural. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's natural, but it's brutal. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's terrible. Be, yeah. So. That's why we're on this side of the table. Right. <laughs> Mo- I look down a lot. So yeah. I don't feel like, yeah. Yeah. But um, with breastfeeding, um, the first signs that you will see as a mom, if you are having a tied baby, will be um, you'll hear a lot of clicking, a lot of smacking. Your mm. breasts will be red, swollen, cracking, right. bleeding. You'll be like, absolutely get this baby away from me. I do not want to do this anymore. Um, God, that's got to be so frustrating. Yeah, and most times pediatricians will just say, oh, you're learning. Yeah. And that is never an acceptable answer. Like they blame it on the yeah. Yeah. mother as opposed to... Yeah. I've seen so further. many, and I'm not even working with your patients, and I can see them. Yeah. I can see their eyes because they are beat down they're like my i can't feed my baby like you can you can feel it and it's like holy cow that poor thing you just want to hug them yeah but it'd be inappropriate but still you do (laughs) and it's like and then when you're done like that mom yesterday like holy cow she floated out of here man Mm -hmm. that was go from feeling like it's their fault to oh yeah realizing there's a and that's what drives me crazy like you know you had to find somebody nobody told you Mm -hmm. but like you're the doctor right how many billions are out there that aren't you that don't know like even the ones that listen to our podcast that's great but like yeah holy cow it's frustrating oh that would yeah. drive me crazy well, yeah okay sorry go ahead it is frustrating especially when you know day one they're like oh you'll just have to supplement with formula and, and you're like, like no no there's gotta be something there's gotta be. i just hate that yeah like when man that very first and we have tons of good medical doctors that we take care of here and they're wonderful people but yeah. man the first pe- i'm on pediatrician number nine the first one I went to, I was asking him about my oldest son. I'm like, he's kind of gurgling at night. And he wrote him a prescription for Prevacid. And I was like, this is my worst nightmare. Like, you just, you didn't even do an exam. No, he did an exam. He pinched his nose. So he proved he could breathe through. He didn't even tell us what he was going to do. He just reached down and pinched the kid's nose. I was less refined than I am now. <laughs> and man, I was hot. Boy, I just couldn't believe it. I was yeah. like, you got to explain to the parents what's going on. You can't just, anyway, yeah. You do. You do. So just to hear like, oh, no, formula it is. And you're like, you're not even giving this a chance. There's got to be something else. I'm, yeah. God dang. Okay, so. So moms, you'll see what I just said. But with babies, 
sometimes parents don't even know what they're looking for. They're just saying, oh, my baby has gas or, oh, my baby has um, reflux or, oh, my baby hates tummy time or, oh, we can't get them to sleep through the night or, oh, you know, they're not rolling or some kind of symptom they're coming in here, not, oh, my baby has a tie. Nine times out of ten with all those symptoms, it is actually a tie. It could be tongue tie, or we also have the lip tie, mm. which is the upper lip frenulum is too tight, and you can't open the lip all the way. Mm-hmm. It should touch, like, the tip of your nose. Sometimes that is what causes an improper latch, and that's when we see the swallowing of a lot of air, um, causing gas. So that's a big one. Mm. And we also see buccal ties, which is the muscles of the cheek. Sometimes it's bilateral or on both sides. Sometimes it's left sides tighter than right Man, side. Man, I've seen this stuff. It's it's crazy. And it's just so amazing how long the tongue tissue is. It, it literally is. goes all the way from the tongue or the mouth all the way down to the big toe. Yeah. So there could be, you know, gait problems later on when they're starting to walk. Yeah. There, should, there could be an extra injury down the road because the tissue is tethered. Like, it's just incredible the body is incredible it is really neat like we look at the mesoderm and the ectoderm and how they form into yeah the neural canal but then um i hadn't even considered the implications to the to the glossal tissue so that's really cool yeah that's really cool so the parents they're like oh my god it's crazy so then they they get it checked out the the young your little baby Mm -hmm. has a tongue tie or lip tie Mm -hmm. what are the most important like just three things about the procedure that the parents need to know yeah. That you, like you answer every single day. Yeah. So first, some ties don't actually need to be revised. They're called a functional or a functional tie, um, meaning that yes, it is tight, but we can do some oral motor functional um, stretching and exercises to get the tongue to be able to move how it should. That again, you'll be seeing me, the speech pathologist, um, to work kind of through that. And if they do need a revision. It is okay. I know, like, oh, my baby's my baby. a week old or yeah. three weeks old. Are you crazy? They're yeah. going to have surgery. Like, or I'll fight whatever. a person, yeah. Yeah, but it really is okay. Um, it is 10 seconds, honestly, with the laser. It's just super quick. Get in and get it out. The baby, yes, will cry, but it's more that they're swaddled and there's cute little laser glasses on them. But, God, I love it. Um, it's totally okay. There's nothing that we could have done as parents to prevent being tied. It That's is really what it important. is. Like, yeah. it happens. Um, what are you do? It's okay. And we're here to help you. Sometimes um, when we get a revision or a surgery, any surgery, honestly, we think, oh, this is going to be the magic fix. Bang, this is going to be day, it. Yeah. Um, we're not going to have to work anymore. It's just going to be perfect, which in some cases you can see immediate um, outcomes being beneficial and other times you have to do a lot more therapy post revision Mm -hmm. to strengthen the muscles that you just freed up that were not working properly in the beginning. So don't be like, oh shoot, this didn't work because it's definitely long-term. And you have to make sure it doesn't reset a little bit. Like that scar tissue is gummy. Right. So that's why. And along those lines, what what does the aftercare look like or after procedure? Like, right. Is there stuff the parents need to do? Are they... Returning for care. Yep. So before procedure, we do like to have, you know, um, a lot of therapy done to help the surgery. A lot of finger cots. Lots of finger cots, lots of gloves, lots of everything that I go through here in the office. A lot of babies yelling. Yes. Everyone loves my finger cots. They do. Little kids um, 
they see them over there and they're like, they have to have them. I saw Dr. Matt screwing with them the other day. Yeah. yeah. It was me. Oh, it was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Yeah. Well, she's got cool stuff over there at the baby area. We're like being driven back with sticks because we're just going to screw everything up. So after revisions, there are um, exercises specific for tongue, lip, and cheek that will be given. Oh. By me and the dentist. The dentist does a really cool video that you get to watch beforehand. But oh. obviously, it's a lot of words happening at one time. So you get a little panicked. Um, but we all give the exact same exercises to do post-surgery. It's a lot. It's six times a day. Um, three sets of each stretch. Um, but they are super, super important so that we do not get reattachment. Right Now, the laser that she uses is extremely good um it's the best way to have a revision done um some people do like scissor snips and stuff yeah. on the frenulum and i was that, gonna say uh, back in the day that's how it was done yeah and so we see a high reattachment level with that because you're not actually obliterating tissue you're just kind of cutting it cutting and tissue. tissue wants to meet tissue to reheal so it's really and you're hard laying to it right back down on there yeah so with the laser um, it's a lot easier to keep the way that we want it to be. So um, that is interesting. I didn't think about that. Like you're, you're yeah. removing tissue. You're, it's gone. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. But um, so you'll get exercises. You'll still have follow up appointments with me, the speech pathologist, and the dentist for a couple visits, um, just to make sure that you're doing the stretches correctly, mm -hmm. that the wound is healing good, there's no infection, anything like that. Right afterwards, you might notice that the baby is kind of sore, kind of fussy, might be super sleepy, wants to eat and cuddle a lot, and that is all totally normal. Right. Um, just let it happen. Don't try to force the baby to stay awake. Um, feed yeah. if the baby wants to feed. Yeah, it's um, weird. Some of the some of the things, you know, yeah. like, oh, i got to stay awake. Don't fall asleep. No, yeah. that's... Just let them. Like, what? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's biologically okay yeah. to yeah. let the they baby do repair. what they want. Like, oh, we're going to repair mode now. That's yeah. when you're asleep. Yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah. It's just the coolest thing. It's yeah. got to feel pretty empowering for you to make such a impact. It really you know? is cool. Because like we, like good chiropractic is good, but it takes a little bit. Especially if you're remodeling ligaments. You can only yeah. move that ligament so far every seven to ten days. Yeah. But man, that, that baby can't feed. A week later, that baby's feeding. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're, they're mad when you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're doing the therapy. They're like, hey, hey. But man, I... Just to see the look on these moms' faces makes it so, it's really neat. I'm I'm a little jealous. I would say just in the past week, I've had six moms tear up just because they're able to keep breastfeeding. And Dude, it's so awesome. It's, yeah. I mean, are you, like, huge. Yeah. It's a so, big deal, man. It's a lot of appointments. It's not yeah. exactly the cheapest thing that you want to do right no. after having a baby. But right, especially because you just had a baby. Like, now i got to yeah. do all this. But when you're done, yeah. you're like, oh, my. It's and then you got so another great. however many months. Yeah. I'm going to say to enjoy it, but that's really not the... Will you enjoy it? Because then you get to watch them eat solid foods correctly, too. If you're tired. Oh, that's true. You're impaired with eating solid foods. Right. Lots of choking. Lots of all the things that you don't want. So, right. I mean, it's just a win-win for everyone. It's awesome. How do they... So, the, what do they do? If they suspect the tie, then what? Yeah. If we have a parent listening right now, and they're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. This is what's going on. What if you're an adult, and you did all that when you were little? Well, what if you're an adult and wanted to be revised, revised right now? Sure. Do they do that? Yeah. And then do you do the therapy on them? Yeah. Whoa. I'm actually considering getting mine done, too, just to see. Are you going to do the therapy on yourself? No. That makes my eyes water. Not. You show me how to do it. Sure. Or Jared. You have to be, oh, God, not Jared. That's your <laughs> husband? Yeah, all right. No. I think we should. I think we should make a case study out of this. But yeah, we have so many ideas. 
for case. But so yeah, for adults too. Yeah. That's wow. But yeah, so if you yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. baby's tied, definitely call a provider. Um, love pediatricians, but they are not taught about ties at all. Isn't that nuts? Let me say it one more time. They have no idea about ties. Right. So they most likely will look at it and be like, oh, your baby's fine. Right. It's nuts. Again. You, like, you think, you think, okay, you, you, Channel 5 News, they're going to interview someone about health, it's got to be a medical doctor. Yeah. Channel 5 News, they're going to interview someone about nutrition, it's got to be a medical doctor. They get nothing. No, they have no idea. They get nothing on this. And it's like, Channel 5 News, what are you doing? Yep. Yeah. So, please don't go to your pediatrician and ask about ties. Please call a pediatric dentist. Yeah. Um... I have cards here that is the dentist that I work with every day, honestly. Um, here lately, call, it's every single day. Yeah, a pediatric chiropractor who actually is specialized in pediatrics. Don't just go to someone that says they know what they're doing um, because, again, they aren't trained in ties. Yeah, the, 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 like, just like this work we're doing with, with um, discs and mm-hmm. with spondylolisthesis and all this other stuff, it's four years old. Yeah. The case studies are four years old. The stuff you're looking at isn't even that old. No. So it's a big deal. Yeah, just please go to someone who's qualified. Just, That's yeah, literally just bottom look, line. You, yeah, I don't you, know like, what else You don't else have to, to come here, but you should, but you don't have to. Yeah. But like, go to somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Look at your little baby. Yeah. And honestly, if you do go to your pediatrician and they say, no, they're fine, and you're still seeing that the baby's colicky, fussy, whatever... Get a second opinion. There's no harm in getting in a second yeah, opinion. Get like also, 19 opinions. Your pediatrician does not run you or your baby. You hire them. So if you don't agree with something, you can totally do your own research. That's it. Uh, even me. Like, I tell that to all my patients. Challenge me. I'm yeah. totally up for it. Good doctors are the ones giving the information. Yeah. Not Not getting mad about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Um, good tie-in. Yeah. Ooh, pun intended. Tie-in. Oh, Thanks. my goodness. Okay. Very good. <laughs> You did great. Thank nice. you, Dr. Drum. No problem. For your forced interview. I, um, I'm just, I have to get this information out there because it's just it's so important for these moms. Mm-hmm. And um, begrudgingly, I will admit that our most listened to podcast is me. And the babies <laughs> in the pool. Yep. Which is ridiculous. Which Rain is signed up to do. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have that lady back? Are you guys going to do a second? Do you, I guess, did you do another one? We said uh, that we would do another one, kind of like, again, me and my experience with her yeah. to bring awareness to well, we could, You could have your own special podcast. And what was that? A couple yeah. weeks ago, we were looking at, we had a, it was a line graph showing. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, what's that one? Then we yeah, like and you knew, up. you knew what it was. I guess right away. I was yeah. like, oh, I know, I know that one. Yeah, we're, do, we're getting 100 something. Like, we're doing, we have a really good podcast, but like. There's one podcast that just dwarfs everything else. And it's like, that is not the podcast any of us were on. I know. I'm but sorry still. that I am just I am ruling sorry. the world I, right Because, now. yeah, like before you <laughs> replaced me on the floor. Like I used to do all the babies. And uh, now I send them to you. And I just, I'm just so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Like you walked in our office years ago. And you were like, oh, my God, don't even. Unwillingly. Come, don't come anywhere near me, you <laughs> yeah. know. And I was like, well, let's talk about it. What, like, what, what? And you had a bunch of questions, and I a- answered them. And then um, now you're just the best. I just am so proud of you. Thank you. All right. Well, for Dr. Drum, for Dr. Brad, and for myself, thank you guys for listening. And we will be back in two weeks. Bye. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound 
for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do.